Disclaimer, coming at ya. We are all able-bodied cisgendered white women. We know our background and experiences only cover a percentage of those around us, which is why we want to supplement this with guest speakers, research, and you. If you have opinions and experiences you'd like to share, we would love to hear it. If, however, you would just like to spew hate at us, then we can't stop you. But we invite you to suck our collective clitorises. Hater. This podcast also contains mature themes and swearing. No, clitorises isn't a swear word. members only podcast i'm Maisie. i'm kelly i'm sissel i'm gina i'm lucy hannah here so this week we're going to talk about scent and mate selection and kind of like the sciencey side of sexual attraction um, Ooh, scientific yeah so we're I just, smart i would just like to preface this whole thing by saying that um i did all of my research on the internet in one night, mm-hmm. and so it's a very informal, brief kind of meta-analysis, and um, I'm focusing on primarily heterosexual attraction. We could, we're going to talk about homosexual stuff or LGBT stuff another time, because that's a lot of stuff going on there, <laughs> um, and this is kind of mostly with the, like, heterosexual for the purpose of producing offspring kind of theme, because that's... A lot of science is mostly focused on that, which I think is a problem, but that's what <laughs> happens. So, anyway, um, we're going to start talking about the idea of pheromones um, and kind of, like, what's going on there. So, I would just like to say that the term pheromone really started being used in the late 1950s um, when they started doing research on, the, like, human hormones and stuff. Um and it's basically the sense that, so there's a lot of stuff that we know about um, animal pheromones, specifically with mating and um, territorial uh, kind of stuff. But um, with humans, not much is known. And um, so most of what like research has seems to have been into is this like horm- or the, the chemical components that we produce in our sweat, mostly. Um, which is really interesting, and I wanted to jump off a discussion of talking about, like, so is there, like, a, like a smell that, like, if, uh, well, in this case, I think we're going to say mainly men are giving off that you, like, are instantly kind of like, oh, like, you smell good, because I 100% have one, and it is, oh, yeah. Like men, especially if they've been playing like an outdoor sport, and it's sort of like a grassy, earthy, muddy, and sweaty smell. Like I am ready to go. It's glorious. Ugh. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of just um, the mown grass smell in general. Yeah. I just make yeah. me think of when my dad would come in from mowing the lawn to be all sweaty. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, nah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like Hermione, and I'm not into that. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. I like grass. <laughs> I like <some> grass. <laughs> But, but I do have a, a scent that I think is really nice, and it's just like it's just like that nice soap smell, just nice clean yeah. boy smell. Yeah. It really bothers me how we can name every single fucking spice and fruit and uh, floral 
type of scent that we use, but the the things sold for dudes are non-existent. They don't. Like, Winter they all storm. Have, yeah, yeah, musk. Ocean yes. view, mountain yeah. range. Uh, bear glove. Like, they're not just <laughs> like, uh, Especially it, the new Old Spice deodorants. Yeah. yeah, which, and like, my ex used that. I love that shit. But like, it's not something I can call by name and it pisses me off. And yep. like, you mm-hmm. can't specifically identify it. Exactly. Yeah. And also, why is that gendered? Why is wearing cinnamon gendered? That I mean, is odd to me. I own Moonlit Path from Bath and Body Works and I don't know what that shit smells like. Yeah, oh, that's dope. But, I love oh, that one. That's my favorite one too. <laughs> but even that is more descriptive to me. Like a moonlit path. The mountain yeah. range or bear glove. I feel like bear glove I can smell. <laughs> it smells like leather and tanning. It smells eyes. real musky. It's real probably just because I have actually just smelled the moonlit path in my life. That's probably the only reason I said that. But that I'm being said, like now. you can look on the ingredients and be like, I recognize that thing. I recognize that thing. As opposed to dudes where I have you looked at that shit? Ice storm. Yeah. yeah, I was actually thinking about that a lot the past couple of days, like, thinking about this because, like, I know when I smell a guy and, like, mm-hmm. you know, I can, like, think about the smell, but I have no idea how to describe yeah. it. It's like fucking mm-hmm. ocean view <laughs> or some shit. But yeah. then I know there's also, like, you know, the men's deodorant, they like the smell, but there's one, I think it's Old Spice men's deodorant that I really hate, too. Mm. Um, and, like, one of my coworkers used it. I had a roommate that used to use it. I accidentally bought it once. Yeah. <laughs> so I used it, too. Um, but I just, like, I don't have words to describe, like, what it is. Yeah. I was actually really, like, smelling a bunch of Old Spice deodorants the other day. Normal. <laughs> just taking notes. As one does. No, because, like, I was, I was like, I wanted to get a new deodorant because they didn't have the kind I usually got. And then I was like, maybe I should get a men's deodorant. Like, mm-hmm. just change it They're up. cheaper. Be open-minded, mm-hmm. and it's cheaper. But, and so I was, like, smelling some of them, and a couple of them were super gross. And one was like, ooh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Let's so, date. I'm Do you just, want yeah. to wear a deodorant that you're attracted to? I don't know if I want to wear deodorant that I'm attracted to, you know? I don't know if I would. I feel like it would be weird. Yeah. yeah. Just, I, like, smelling your pits all day. Maybe when you're, like, masturbating, though. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my special masturbating deodorant. <laughs> I mean, you do sweat when you're masturbating, yeah. so... Can you imagine the ritual of that? Like, it's a fuck flowers, fuck candles. You get out your special deodorant and just start going out. I mean, it'd be on par with Alana on Broad City. She has... She has a ritual. I have not seen that episode. It's glorious. She Ooh. she sets up a mirror above herself and lays down on like a bearskin rug oh and like God. puts on fancy <laughs> lipstick. Way and too much work. Props up a photo of her BFF. Oh. And what? looks up some great porn and then starts going at it. She masturbates to Abby? I mean, she's yeah. there. Like, she's with there her. for support. Yeah. That's so sweet. She usually pulls up porn to actually masturbate to, but you know. Wow. I don't have that ritual. But um, if you had deodorant, I think that would tie in nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just need the bear glove now. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. on a, a less chemically induced note, um, <laughs> the thinking about this was like incredibly relevant because I recently got asked out by a guy who basically, mm. the way I've been describing him for months that I've known him is he's the guy who smells really bad. Um, <laughs> and like he seems like a genuinely nice person, but he kind of always smells awful. And so I wonder, like, where that line is between, like, man scent and, oh, God, please shower. Yeah. Like, where where do we find that line? Well, and sometimes I, I wonder also if it is, like, to me, he smells terrible. But to somebody mm. else, like, that might be an okay. I mean, maybe yeah. he does. Maybe yeah. he hasn't showered in three days. Yeah. <laughs> a problem. Yeah. Um, or maybe I just don't 
but I smell him good. Exactly. And so there's, and I don't actually think there's been a lot of research done about that. And mm-hmm. that's something that I think you almost need to like, just have like a whole bunch of people smelling one person saying, does this person smell good <laughs> to you or not? And I don't know how to <laughs> quantitate We need to have this happen. Well, how about we have a group date and yeah. you guys can all smell him for me. <laughs> there you go. I'll just be at the table downwind. Oh my yes. God. We should actually do that. <laughs> like I'll just have a date and invite you guys and you'll just sit next to our table and not and we'll say just, that you know me. Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God we're normal. Um, That's totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Um, the research that you pulled up, yeah, I could tell from all of it, it did feel thin. Like not because of what you well, pulled up, no, but because but I could tell, like, yes, that's it, all there was. That's all there and was. So, and I mean, to be so, I was using Google Scholar, and like, I will, whenever we upload, however we upload all of this, I will post like where I got um, my stuff. But a lot of this, none of, not a lot of it was recent. Like, a lot of it was from the, I would say, late 80s, early 90s, which... Mm. Yeah, there's, like, one from 2002. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's somewhat alarming. Yeah. Um, or is it just that, like, they decided, oh, this isn't a valid thing that we should research, let's move on to cancer, which, yeah. I mean... You know, busy deciding if wine is good for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, or maybe it was something that they realized marketing had more to do with actual so, scent than... Yeah. Which I would, and I mean, we joked about that experiment, but I would actually like to see that experiment. Like, no, smell a ton of people, see like the reactions, Mm -hmm. and yeah, without without branding, because how much of branding has to do with what you think something smells like? Because I've heard of the experiments that are like, does it smell great? And if it's purple, people say yes because we don't actually fucking know. Yeah, Yeah, what does grape smell like? (laughs) I don't know. like a now and later. <laughs> Wasn't there yeah. a commercial or something recently where a bunch of, I think it was like guys wore, it, so it was the same yeah. shirt, but then had different deodorants or something? Mm-hmm. God, what was that though? It's a deodorant commercial. It's a deodorant commercial. Or like commercial. the Axe body wash or something. Ooh. Like, Axe. God, you wear Axe. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone was scarred by that in middle school. I don't know like yeah. who else would buy it. That's effective fucking advertising though right it there. Is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But so there is, I believe, and I have it here somewhere in all of my paper notes. <laughs> Russell, Russell. Um, but <laughs> Evidence. I've, I've heard it and read it before that um, women can smell fear. Like, so they, we can detect the difference, the smell of like, fear, really cool. sweat versus sweat, not, like sweat. normal sweat. Like horses. Yeah. Um, and it's, <laughs> yeah, we're so, all horses here. <laughs> um, and it's like, I know, I've, I've heard or read a couple of things where like they basically had people like have um, like cotton balls or something under their armpits and like showed the put them in like fearful situations and like had normal situations and then women smelled like it was more than um coincidence that they were like could pick out who was actually scared or not so i thought Man, i want to participate in that study but that sounds awful yeah that sounds gross i don't yeah. want like yeah, cotton ball sweat <laughs> how awful would it be to like have cotton balls under probably, your armpits and yeah be, like I, mean, I don't want to touch there. them maybe i'll yeah they probably put them in a bag and then you yeah them like you learned in science class you can't just stick your nose no, down you a beaker to. yeah no. you have to walk Mm-hmm. What do what did they do to make people scared? I don't probably like horror movies or yeah. or like did virtual reality with like heights or some shit probably or made them give public speeches. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like pretty universal fear, I feel yeah. like. But um, I was just gonna say that um, there has been so there's a bunch of like people agreeing with and disagreeing with like do pheromones in humans exist and how actually like. How much do they 
do something for us. Yeah, actually like impact they may, situations. Right. Um, and so there's this woman named Martha McClintock, who is a behavioral neuroscientist at University of Chicago in Illinois. She did research <laughs> in, I want to say the 80s, although I realize I didn't put that in my notes. Sorry. <gasps> Scandalous. Fact check later. Um, and she's the one who really, like, pushed for this whole, um, like, sex pheromones. Like, we could put them, you know, put them on, like, a perfume and, like, mates will come running, flocking to us. <laughs> if only. Yeah, right. But you said maids. <laughs> like, maids. Okay. Sometimes you need a maid. <laughs> um, Which one sounds better? By the way, maid. we are all wearing... Um, Basic instinct right now, which is a supposedly pheromone based uh, perfume. We did look up the ingredients. It does have pheromones. Yeah. It has fragrance and some other it has, filler, so it has probably stuff. Andronone or something. I can't yeah, remember exactly. Um, which is derived sure. from t- a testosterone. It literally just says pheromones. I like to hear. Seems legit. I'll bring it up. Um, they have their ingredients on the website yeah but we figured that after a decent amount of time in this episode we'd all sniff our arms and let everyone know how it's adapted because exactly. it starts out kind of like a cucumbery sweet scent yeah i never smell cucumber i always smell like flowers mm, really like 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 lilac flowers or like no tropical like, flowers i don't know i mean just like it's probably like the fragrance i'm smelling yeah. just like it mm-hmm. always kind of smells like like perfume. Okay. Yeah, but the basically. point of basic instinct is that in theory it smells different on everybody after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so we'll so we're gonna see, see what yeah, we all takes smell like, like in fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you're pregnant, apparently you smell like crayons. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> weird. It's actually it is true though that pregnant women give off a specific scent because it's to make sure their offspring recognize them. All right, when are you guys going to get pregnant so we can test this? <laughs> or if somebody smells like crayons. It is, it is actually given off from the areola. Hmm. Oh. And it's to draw their Baby to the breast. To the breast, yes. Mm. Breastfeeding's hard, guys. Yeah. So that's Not that I have breastfed or anything. <laughs> I've watched like, my hard. friend breastfeed. It yeah. sounds traumatizing. Sounds difficult. Yeah. It's not like a great social network for it anymore. Yeah. Apparently, like, the baby always, like, bites mm-hmm. at some point, which sounds like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Latching can be hard from what I've seen yeah. on the Facebook. So, who wants to draw this short straw and get pregnant so we can see if they smell like Graham? Those goes. It'll be me. We all know. Maybe for the pregnancy. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going through a bit of a hormonal situation right now. And I've switched birth. Well, I'm off all birth control right now, and my hormones are off the charts, crazy. And I'm like ready to have a baby in my brain right now. It's She's so thirsty. Thirsty. <laughs> She's thirsty now. That was one of the things that I actually wanted to talk about yes. because I have heard, and I feel like this is probably like not scientific, <laughs> but like I've heard from some people that being on birth control can affect. Like pheromones and like who you're what, attracted what to, what men you're attracted to, or mm-hmm. women. Or oh, I wouldn't be hmm. surprised. Yeah, I remember having a conversation with a, a mutual friend of ours. Let's call her Heidi. I don't know. Sure. Um, Heidi, like when back in when we were in freshman in college, we were like discussing birth control, and she was very hesitant to go on birth control because she was concerned about attracting guys that wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ideal was, for her. That was something I heard when I was younger, and so I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to go on birth control then because it sounds yeah. getting weird." Yeah, I don't want to mess with the natural order of things. Yeah, and like the natural order, I hate. I medicine. think <laughs> <laughs> I think that it affects affected my sex drive. Mm. Yeah, um, like, oh, it's definitely affected mine. On being on birth control, like 
it, it, it initially it was like, woo, like let's have sex all the time. And then it went lower than it was hmm. before. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, Gina, <laughs> fucking <laughs> smug, like that doesn't happen to me. Yeah, same. <laughs> well, I've been, on, I've been on the same one for forever, so yeah, I don't know if totally. it did at one point. It could have. Yeah, I was just um, thinking about how like I've been on three different types of birth control now. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't think I switched oral contraceptives. I think I just had the one. But um, I did not notice a change in sex drive. But I wouldn't be surprised because it definitely affected my, like, weight gain and loss. So Mm -hmm. it was affecting some hormone in my body that dramatically impacted. Uh, The other thing that I wanted to bring up is also, which I also forgot to do research on. It literally just occurred to me. Um, But having... So... Uh, our like sweat and sun are produced in or the glands on our skin, and having mm-hmm. hair helps it exude. And so the whole removal of body hair oh. that is a thing right now, especially in our armpits and our pubic area, yeah. changes oh. how we would smell. Like oh weird, kind of, yeah. I mean that makes sense because part of the reason I like shaving my pits is because they smell bad. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I don't know. I do that too because I don't mind the feeling of armpit hair that much, but like I feel like I smell worse because yeah. mm-hmm. I have hair. But I don't know if that's just me or yeah. if it's I actually true. I, yeah, I definitely think I smell worse if I haven't shaved. Yeah. yeah. At a certain point, I'm like, I think the hair is blocking the deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's getting trapped. I mean, something that would be interesting is like obviously certain cultures were more uh, hygiene friendly, let's say. Yes. So like medieval Europe was not hygiene friendly. <laughs> and so I wonder, like, I mean, James the sixth and first didn't shower for three, you know, whole months and left the same clothes on for that whole time. So he probably smelled really yeah. dope. But yeah. it'd be interesting, like throughout history, if things that like now we would perceive as bad smells, mm-hmm. like the fact that we do shave our pits for that reason, yep. would like back in the day have been like, whoa, she smells hot. Let's bone. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's destroy Love. that chastity belt kind of behavior. <laughs> And how much of it was a dulling of the sense of smell? Because, yeah. you know, when you walk into a room, you can smell shit immediately, but, like, after a while, you don't notice mm-hmm. it. Yeah, because probably in, like, medieval yeah. times, since everyone, like, didn't bathe and then tried to cover yeah. it all up with, like, all the perfumes. <laughs> all the perfumes. I'm sure probably the smell stopped being so intense after yeah. a while if yeah. you got used to it. Well, and, like, yeah. I do know you can go, like, on a scent detox, which is where you – and then – Suddenly, like normal smells start smelling much stronger, oh. and so we like are that'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah, we are surrounded by a lot of like air fresheners and mm-hmm. soap and all the stuff that has fragrance, and so that might block our like natural scents and everything mm-hmm. too. Who knows? Where do you go on scent detoxes? I don't know. Like, like the forest? I mean, like the forest, or is it like sterilized rooms in LA? Yeah, I mean, like kind of pushing daisies. It's the sterilized room in yeah. LA. Yeah. yeah. Well, it could be like you know you have the sensory deprivation. Yeah, that's what we think. Uh, we should go to one of those. I feel like those would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Scary, but I'm sc- I'm scared of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they kind of freak out. Lucy, what are your thoughts? Hi. <laughs> Hi. We can, guys, it's really exciting. We can see Lucy's face today because we Yay! actually got her Yay! up on a visual device. Video! She has a face. Yay! Nothing right now. <laughs> cool. Did you say you prefer bear glove or ocean view? 
I don't know the difference. Bear glove. Bear yeah. glove. Bear glove. <laughs> oh, it's bear glove. I'll, I'll go with the majority, which is usually right, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Ask the president. Yeah. Ask, <laughs> just like our past election. Uh, I bet he smells bad. Oh, yeah. Probably. I feel like I can smell him well, all without the, ever having met him. All the tanner and all the chemicals oh. he puts in his hair. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> uh, okay. That smells like that and some sort of strong chemical. Yeah. yeah. Like formaldehyde. Yeah. <laughs> Preserving oh. his He's oh. just actually just a preserved mess. <laughs> <laughs> He's been dead for 50 years. Oh, that explains well. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Away from the depressing political situation where we got ourselves into. If we're, are we good with them? Because we can move on to mate selection. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. let's discuss mate selection. Yeah. Or should we discuss our sense first? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. okay, so, so you're just going to hear a bunch of um, sniffing. sniffing. I think we should sniff each other because we're not, like, so we can oh, be yeah. unbiased. I need okay, someone to you. sniff me. Oh, I just smell my armpit. <laughs> it smells bad. Hmm. I ran here, sort of so like I smell bad. But like in a nice way, like ocean. Ocean, like yeah. Smell you, Lucy. Maisie smells like ocean. You smell like dandelion. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Wait, okay, I can see that. (laughs) Oh, what is that, Gina? Can you smell musk? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's definitely less sweet smelling. Floral. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Gina, Gina has a distinctly less sweet smelling, but still good. Yeah. Uh, Sissel has um, a kind of earthy floral, like a little bit, a little Ooh. bit less delicate than Hannah's, I think. Wait, Yours is more I want to see strong. if you guys agree that I smell like dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> it could just be our association. Maybe, yeah. I'm really excited it's for the floral. editing part of this. I can kind of get that. But buttery. Yeah. Buttery dandelion. I'm a well, true Midwesterner. Were you know <laughs> butter? <Yep. laughs> I just smell like generic floral. All right, someone else wants to smell me. Lucy, okay. what do you smell like? It's, it's hard for me nice. to tell. It seems kind of like musky. I don't know if Kelly remembers the last time she smelled like. I she described it really well last time when we did this. Oh yeah, I don't that's probably putting it was. you on the spot. You smell like rose. Oh yeah, this yeah. does smell rosy. <laughs> Yay! That's Earthy. kind of what I said. Earthy flower right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. What did, okay. What did Maisie have? Oh, oh salty? Salty. <laughs> I, said, I said she smells kind of like ocean-y. Okay. Ooh. Oh, ocean but, view. Ocean view. Yeah. But I don't know if you guys want to have a second opinion. Go for it. <laughs> the audio editing process for this part. <laughs> yeah, salty. It's going to be fun. You do smell salty. <laughs> you got to leave all those sniffs in there. <laughs> <laughs> She's salty. <sighs> <laughs> I like can't I can't even smell it anymore because I just like smelled it so much. Right, I know, and I yeah. like smelled too much, and yeah. I just have to take a smelling break. Smell coffee, smell mm. detox. Mm. Yeah, that's what they used to have at like Bath and Body Works. Mm-hmm. So clear your smell center. Yep. How does mate selection work? Okay, explain. So, yeah, so <laughs> and a lot of so I'm gonna work start from like the general animal kingdom. Cool. Um, where. Oh, so I actually took a class on this. I forgot oh. about that until basically right now. Please chime in whenever you feel like it. <laughs> she has her Evernote up. Yeah. <laughs> I got all my notes. Yay. Okay, cool. Um, so basically the whole point of – so I, I guess if you want to be, like, really esoteric, the whole point of life is to, like, keep living and produce offspring so that your, your kind can keep – being alive. Proliferation yep. of the yeah. species. Um, and so the point of selecting a mate is to find the um, the best possible partner um, who will, like, 
combine with you and make your the most beautiful, perfect, survivable offspring. That's kind of the whole... Survivable being the key word. Yes. Um, and through that, there's been some weird adaptations that animals have gone through to be able to, like, show that they are the most fit mate. Um, and so in some cases, like for a lot of birds, the males developed really showy plumage, i.e. like the peacock. Um, and that's supposed to, sh- like, if, if they're a healthy, um, you know, virile peacock, then <laughs> they have beautiful plumage and the peahen will be like, yes, come at me. Hell yeah, boy. I like your color. I don't know. What like you're plumed. <laughs> um, and so... For humans, um, part I don't know if this is related or not, but I'm thinking that, like, as a t- sort of a lot of... So something that a lot of women look for in a man is, like, a, a tall and strong, which theoretically would mean he's probably a better hunter and protector, mm-hmm. which is... So I'm also... I want to just say shoving people into horrible gender roles right now. Yeah. And I apologize. And it's not actually how I think about things. It's it's really cool, though, because, like, because of how society has adapted, that's changing. Thank yes. God. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a lot of this is racially tied, too. Exactly. Because of all the shit Darwin skewed when he... Not even... Eh. He didn't even skew it. People it, misinterpreted people, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, so that's a whole... That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and so... Yes, and like women, um, lar- big hips because you're gonna survive childbirth. Mm-hmm. That's important. And then and big boobs, hips. big boobs for feed, feeding, feeding the your, kids. Yep, yep. <laughs> gotta feed those kids. Um, and so like that, sort sort of like what we think of as I think they're called secondary sexual traits. Um, are that's mm-hmm. that's kind of why those yep. things happened. Which, I'd do so well in the Neolithic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, you would, would. You would be great. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> no, I would. I'd be all right. I'd be okay. Um, I'd make it. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> You'd, we'd all probably get fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Generally. For yeah. a little bit. Literally or Some no? <laughs> Literally fucked up. Literally fucked <laughs> up. Um, anyway. And so something else I wanted to kind of bring up is, and you mentioned racial stuff. So um, this is, I think, more of a psychological than purely, like, biological thing, but... We, humans tend to be attracted to familiar people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can um, turn into like white people wanting to be with white people and black people wanting to be with black people because if that's like who they grew up with and that's who they feel the most comfortable with, that's one argument to why that happens. Mm-hmm. I want to stress that that's like yeah. I'm not making any assumptions and anyway. <laughs> Well, no, and the like, one the one evidence you cited, a bit of evidence you mm-hmm. cited in there was the study about the uh, adoptive daughters and yeah, those who had yeah those who had good relationships with their fathers were attracted to men who looked like their fathers, but adoptive. But, father. but adoptive. So yes. like it's not so much biological as who you grew up with. Right. So nurture, yeah. nurture. Yeah, yeah, just right. people who are familiar. Mm-hmm. Right, but um, of course in nature that's more likely to be biological because you're more likely to be biologically with people who right. look like you. Yeah, and um, that's also why, I mean. We like to think of, like, you know, romance novels as always the one who's out there for everybody. But but your chance of finding the one depends entirely on where you live and the person in that, you know, area who you run into who you're most compatible with. If you live somewhere totally different, I mean, every, that's, yeah, anyway. So it's very relevant to, like, your situation. 
Yeah. I think. I remember in high school learning that a lot of attraction just had to do with proximity. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and being really depressed about that because in my romantic high school yeah. mind, I was like, no, but true love, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag friend zest. Yes. Yeah. But actually. Uh, <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. So, in theory, okay, in theory, you're attracted to people who are like you. Right. But then ish. there's ish. But then there's the survival bit, which in theory you'd want people to balance you out to have right. differences from you. Correct. How does that work? So I was thinking about that when I was doing this research. Um I think you want to find the person who's similar but also very different, if that makes sense. So you don't like and I mean it's like so you are like, for example, if you're following like Freud and the stuff, like you're you would base who you're attracted to off, like your father. Okay. But the person who probably looks most like your father is your brother, which you are not in any way, <laughs> should not be, I hope, sexually attracted to your brother. Because having children between siblings will lead to serious issues but as children, Real incest. As many nob- nobility uh, lines. Nobility lines, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but that's really obvious. Or, yeah, Hannah, talk to us about... <laughs> Hey, they're all cousins. So. <laughs> just being from Middle Eastern background, you just kind of marry in the family to keep the money in the family. Yeah. But like, I don't know, my grandpa, they're all like different degrees of cousins. And all my cousins, whom I don't want to marry, are like doctors and shit. So they do out. it better. Yeah. You probably shouldn't marry your cousin. Yeah. No. <laughs> Very fucked up children. <laughs> just leads to some great blood diseases, you know? Yeah. You came out okay. Yeah. That's because you are... I'm more mixed, though. Yeah, you're mixed, which helps. We have, yeah. a, we have a cat meowing into one of the mics. Oh, <laughs> She's got something to say about incest. Yay. Probably. probably <laughs> <laughs> Hi, honey. Yeah, if you think, about, yeah, and if you think about, uh, like, dog breeds, too. Yep. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of incest in there. Problem. And then they get all fucked up looking. Yep. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Anybody else has something? Uh... We were talking about, um, no, I forgot. Oh, oh, well, I guess I can move on to, um, so another, we were talking about, like, proximity. The yeah. other, the other thing, too, especially with, like, producing offspring, um, sexual accessibility, <laughs> which is... an Brencest? Yes. So, well, yeah. basically, if somebody's around and is sexually available, we are more likely to be attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Than somebody who's like not like he's off the yeah. shelf. Or off yeah, the we're shelf just playing or, the yeah. odds. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, but it's also weird how that cuts against a lot of narratives we have also been whether or not we've been taught or whether or not we then reproduce them. Like the hard to get person. That's true. And it, it, it I, I'm sure biologically it's more accurate that we go for the sexually available. But yeah. as far as narrative goes, it doesn't quite n- match up. Maybe. Well, oh, go ahead. Okay. Well, I know that, you know, Aziz Ansari, the holy yeah. totem of all love research. Um, I <laughs> but mean, actually. But actually, his actually, book yeah. is really great. If you haven't read, is it Modern, Modern, Modern Romance. Romance by Aziz Ansari? Please do. It's both entertaining and informative. But it talks a lot about how, like, especially people in our grandparents' generations literally married people who lived close to them, like yep. two blocks mm-hmm. away, same apartment, same neighborhood. Um, but he discussed how, like, in the age of Tinder, we 
tend to dislike people who respond too quickly. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe it's less of the like proximity and more of the availability yeah. that is impacting that. Yeah. I would presume. Emotional availability yeah. versus mm -hmm. physical. I can get that. Yeah. Well, and so I actually think nowadays versus like our grandparents. Yeah. So and like we just read this fabulous book from fabulous about, book. about uh, called Single Ladies. All by, the single ladies. All the single ladies by Rebecca Traster. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Um, and book. she was talking about how the the rate of the marriage rate for especially women. Anyway, but um, so less people are getting married now. Yeah, right. getting married later. Yes. At any rate, yes. Um, versus like the nineteen was it the nineteen fifties that people got married a lot more and really young. Yeah, the 1950s is, I think, the first time it started to drop. So after okay. the baby boom, then yeah. shit shifted. Um, and so there was a big push for people to get married, in which, and I'm guessing that they, to use a, a term we now use, settled mm -hmm. um, with somebody who was approved by, they usually had to be approved by their family mm -hmm. um, and probably have some sort of like financial stability or something like that. Um, but, you know, marriage happens. But nowadays, we can be a lot pickier because we're culturally, at least here, it doesn't matter. We're not pushed to get married and stuff. Um, and so we can actually, I think we're actually going to end up having like better offspring, if that makes sense, because we're not rushing into yeah um, that uh, sort of a thing. Like, and so we're carefully choosing our, well, more carefully, theoretically, choosing our mates versus, like, having family or society pressure mm -hmm. into doing it. I don't know. No, that would be, and I would love to. Someone needs yeah. to do more research. Yeah. Someone this needs to do this more is a plea to the internet. Yeah. To so just do more research. You yeah. know, peer-reviewed, double-blind studies, like, quality research, yep. please. This please. is also a plea to governments to fund it. Um, <laughs> which, you know, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. You know, they're so obsessed with sex, they should fund the research of it. Yeah. If we ever, if our theoretical listeners ever become real listeners, they will <laughs> mostly be blue. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some, like, really intrigued red state people okay. who are just, like, well, we should say trying to broaden their world. We're from a red state. We're from a city in a red state, but we are there. We're, we're from a little blue island in a red state. Yeah, we're from a weird kind of ground zero. Um, but yeah, anyhow. <sighs> Does that go over anything with like arranged marriages? Well, no, that was so that's kind of what I wanted to have as a bit broader discussion point of how much do you think our attraction is a social construct versus a biological urge? Like, as in, um, like, are we sort of predestined are, to like people, or is it more of a, like, our environment affected? Exactly. Yeah. So, discuss. Yeah. Well, I think that's a complicated thing, like because all, you can be attracted yeah. to a lot of people, but in the long run, attraction isn't going, isn't going to be what keeps it together. Because mm -hmm. um, one of my coworkers, he's Indian, and he'll probably have an arranged marriage, and he's not really upset about it. He's just like, whatever. I mean, like, who knows me better than my family, mm -hmm. like, than my parents and my sister. So they know, like, what things are going to work for me, like, what kind of qualities that, like, yeah. I admire in people. So mm -hmm. he's, like, you know, pretty into the idea because he's like, yeah, I mean. Sounds easy to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're, 
Like, because arranged marriages can obviously go badly, but I feel like the majority of them are planned out by parents who actually genuinely care about you and are Mm -hmm. just hoping for the best. And so a lot of times they can, like, because obviously a a large component to why we fall in love nowadays is because of sexual attraction and that whole honeymoon period. Mm -hmm. While with arranged marriages, you don't, like, you probably might go through that, but, like, the whole point is to get to that second stage where it's, like, enduring love or whatever Mm -hmm. it's called. But then the, if we take that out, if we take the enduring love and like, okay, are we interested in them just as a social construct, Mm -hmm. meaning like, do we like chatting with them? Do we like the way other people look at them when they're next to us? Like, okay, so take that out of the equation for a second. Sheer touch can do different things when it's with different people. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if that's the biological element or if that's part of a social construct, too. It could be because it could be in relation to physical, like just looking at somebody and then the fact that you are you find them physically pretty and then they touch you like that's something or but I don't know if that's necessarily it either. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's like, oh. Lucy, it looked like you were going to say something. I, I've had a question, and I've been waiting for my... Go. Oh, sorry, go. Go. I guess, no, it's fine. It's just timing. With yeah. This. Anyway, uh, I was kind of wondering, I've been thinking about this as we've been discussing, of how we think this relates, because a lot of this seems to be, like, relating to, you know, offspring and stuff, but for people now, like, I've never desired to have any children, mm-hmm. as far yes. as I can remember. Like, yes. I've never... It's never been part of my... Yep. Uh, plan growing up, and I'm not saying that won't change, but I'm wondering how with the new modern woman, with a lot of women choosing this route more often, is that changing that, or is that still there? That's a very good point. Yeah. I mean, evolution is obviously a slow <laughs> process, so you'd wonder if the like biology of it is still underlying. It's yeah. just that yeah. new... I'm like, it could still be biological. Yeah. Like, I don't mentally want to have kids, but still biology is like, this person is a good match. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I would think that even if you didn't want to have children, there's yeah. still some kind of biological urge to be like, like he's a good provider, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. well, yeah. I mean, like a sexual urge, I guess, in of itself, it's like a like a holdover of wanting to have kids. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So it's like being Sorry. sexually attracted really to people <laughs> is like part of that. So I guess maybe that's where it disappears into yeah i remember in my i like vaguely remember this and then i looked at the notes and i wrote like a passing sentence but in my biology and evolution of sex class that i took in college um they talked about how like changing attitudes towards like parental involvement Mm -hmm. and all that sort of social construct is changing how people look for mates so i'm you know like social obviously overpowers biological all the time i mean like Just patriarchal society in general is not necessarily a biological construct. Mm-hmm. So that's significantly impacting our hunt for mates. And so it would also not impact our hunt the, for mates. Back to, like, the animal kingdom, it, yeah. the whole patriarchal thing really pisses me off because in the animal kingdom, more often than not, the female is the one who makes, who's, like, in control of the whole sexual relationship and mm-hmm. makes the actual selection of the mate mm-hmm. um, because she has the most to lose. Yeah, because um, she's the one who all the dude has to do is provide the sperm. She and has to have, provide all the energy to yeah. to make the offspring and then like present, yeah. you know, raise and like stuff. so often it's like a female group that gets you know momentarily involved with a male group. Yeah, and that's what makes the babies, and then they spread up part yeah. again. So 
it's really, it's A, frustrating when people compare human behavior to animal behavior mm-hmm. in like a, well, they do it that way, so we should too, but like also vice versa. Like we're yeah. all, every species is going to handle it differently, so mm-hmm. can't really claim one thing is directly related to the other. Yeah. I, it sucks too because we... Animals are all we've kind of got to go on mm-hmm. in so many ways. Like, mm-hmm. and especially since the research into humans is so thin and so dependent on individual and, and you know, dependent on individual cultures, individual yeah. like fucking family mm-hmm. groups, religion. Like, the fact that it, it's understandable why we rely on animals, yeah. but it's also so limiting, and then yeah. we end up, you know, making I mean, assumptions based off just it. Just think of like two of our closest relatives, right? Are the chimpanzees and the bonobos, mm-hmm. and like chimpanzees handle all of their issues typically with violence, violence. Yep. while bonobos fuck it out, like yep. outstanding <laughs> citizens. I wish we were more like bonobos. Right? <laughs> and so like, maybe so much more peaceful, right? And like, so obviously, there's probably like issues with. There's probably, like, some elements of violence involved in that, like, but, like, using sex instead of actual outright violence is probably beneficial to society, and I know for a fact that there's no uh, record of infanticide amongst bonobos, and I don't know if that's related, but I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, just throw it out there. Ooh. Interesting. Bonobos are pretty cool. Yeah, I like them. Me too. (laughs) Do you know that sparrows cheat on their spouses? Most birds do. Bunch of fucking dicks. They're monogamous, but <laughs> well, wink, but wink, on the wink, side. Nudge. So, like all the birds that are supposedly monogamous are 100 percent not monogamous. Yeah, it's really amazing. That's sad. <laughs> like you know, like I think it's like those swans that do the heart shape and everything. Like they know it alive. Yeah. They do not. I mean, they, they do. They but do in they, theory, but they also they, of, they got a bunch of side pieces. Yeah. Extra pair mating is a real thing. Yeah. Is it mostly female or male that do that? Is there a pattern at all? Um, well, they only. I don't know, but. Probably both, because if the female is mating with another male, there's a good chance that that other male is also theoretically mated to life with another yeah. female. So, or or in homosexuality, which I the little I know about science, birds do that. Yeah, yep. Yep. penguins. Yeah, or the women. Yeah, <laughs> penguins are gay. Everyone, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so my favorite gay penguin story is I was at a zoo in Norway and the, the person who was like giving a talk about them, she was like, this male was made into a female and the egg died on her watch. So he ditched her and mated with a male. And it's just like, (laughs) that's just sensible parenting right there. You know what I mean? Like. The woman couldn't keep track of her egg, so you obviously pick a man. It's like the logical conclusion. (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) Don't gay penguins also steal eggs from straight penguins? Or they try to raise rocks. Yeah, yeah. They They try to raise rocks? It's adorable. A lot of zoos will, like, help them out because most, they can't typically raise two, so there's always, like, a spare Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, know. I learned so much today. It's a podcast about penguins now. <laughs> That's why I wanted Maisie to do this. <laughs> I don't know anything. You can learn things. I can learn. Just got to watch March of the Penguins. Yep. I have. I didn't know they raised rocks. They might not have gone away. Oh, yeah. That was actually kind of depressing. Yeah. yeah. There's a very depressing movie. Yeah. There's a Werner Herzog uh, documentary, little clip that shows a, a penguin. Actually, never mind. This is too depressing. And essentially, <laughs> penguins will occasionally 
like go crazy and deliberately leave the tribe. Uh, oh, why am oh, I talking about this? Stop too sad. Stopping a bummer. You can yeah. Google it if you want to be sad. Yeah, it's also in, an incredibly funny video because his they've got really funny music in the background. But <laughs> when I actually just talk about what is in it, it is a bummer. Mm, we to bring everything down. Yeah, Jesus. somebody fix this, please. <laughs> Pick up the pieces of what I left behind. toes. <laughs> Oh, let's all look at the cat. We'll be happy. Oh, kitty. My feet really smell. Guys, someday she's going to step all over this equipment. I mean, she already does. I mean, she does, but it's fine. She hasn't hasn't stepped on the board board yet. Yeah, that's the important part. She can step on the cables all she wants. I just like how she's like always lays down right in the middle. Yeah, she's like, I want to be in the middle of everything. We're summoning Satan through her. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, she's going away now. like, never mind. (laughs) And... Done. <laughs> so, oh, on okay. a semi-related but not related note, I have some fun facts from my oh. bio of sex class. Yeah. So we talked a lot about how the most animal species go through estrus or going through heat, mm-hmm. but humans don't seem to have that. Um, mm-hmm. Except that because of the cyclical nature right. of the hormonal cycle, we sort of do. So, fun signs that you're in estrus yeah. are you have. Uh, very nice skin. You are more likely to wear red. You have nicer, more <laughs> lustrous hair. Handmaid's tail. I know, gross. You uh, have a heightened sense of smell. And if you're a lap dancer, you're going to make more money. Oh, <laughs> I've heard about that because they, they tested when strippers made a ton, and it was like some real creep who did one of the studies. I can't remember who. Yeah, but that great. that could be a potential for like, supporting the whole pheromone yeah, yeah, idea. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, interesting. I mean, hormones definitely have like an outward impact, so yep. wouldn't yep. surprise me. Well, like I, we have we've talked about this. I don't know if it's been on the podcast or not, but um, <laughs> we talk about this a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, are you hornier? Can you tell if you're hornier for different times of the month? And then also, like we, I know we've talked about different times of day. We're definitely we should we should too. do like a month where we chart that. Yeah. That would be great. Like every really day, there's a lot of. There's a lot of really good apps for tracking of us. Yeah. The Well, it's actually a period tracker app, yeah, but you okay. can, it, it also tracks, like, you say how, like, down you are to have sex. And, and if you do have sex, you track that. <laughs> or if you masturbate, I you think, track that. What app well. is this? Wait, I think I have it. Is it, is it called Life? Because I'm not using that one. I'm using one called Eve. Okay. Well, I'm downloading it right fucking now. <laughs> I'm using the one called Life, which is funny because yeah, sometimes I'll accidentally yeah. press X and then it'll say, Life is crashing. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, oh. Yeah, because yeah, my problem, I, I no longer have periods. Hashtag IUD. And, but this is cool. I want to do this. Well, so I'm going to jump into a fun little story about my day. This yes, morning. please yeah. tell us about yeah. so, so I just people. So I just came off an IUD, and I'm like horny as fuck right now because my hormones are all over the place. And anyway, um, and so this morning, so I have a, a bit of a thing for my boss's son. Ow, ow. Who we shall name Danny. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and we yes. all went to high school with him, so we all know who he is. Yes. Um, bagel. Well, and also, your boss wants you two to be a thing. Yeah, she does. Um, anyway, and we've, like, awkwardly flirted around the sort of, maybe we should, like, bone. What That was one time. But anyway, 
It's sort of a thing. But anyway, so he was at, so I work from her house, and he was there this morning, and I was, like, he walked in, and I was just sort of, like, went all jelly, and I was like, oh my god, like, I need you now, put a baby in me, kind of a thing. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those weird things I was like, I know why? my brain is being stupid right now, why and, brain, like, stop, but it was totally a real thing, and, like, he sort of, like, casually grazed my arm, and I was like, oh. Oh, my God. I've <laughs> had that, yeah. where I'm, like, really hard up, and then yeah. <laughs> just, like, touch my arm, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, a real thing, and... Sounds like high school. Yeah, yeah. it was, yeah, and I was just, like, I literally thought about him all day, all day long. Like, that's all I thought about. And, yeah. So I, I You should him. text him. Yeah. Well, he's on a group date. He's on vacation right now. Well, let's go oh, yeah, on a group are. date when he gets back, and yeah, then so we'll smell him, and then we'll all disappear, and, <laughs> and we'll sit downwind of him. <laughs> he does smell me. Okay, question. Yeah. And I know we're gonna try to do, I think, a whole episode on womb cravings. Yeah. But just because I think it's sort of tangentially related. Yeah. How often are they even connected to horniness? Like, are they oh, frequently separate? No, I think they're separate. They're separate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maisie and I are the ones that have wound cravings in yes. this group, mostly. Yep. And they come on, at least for me, like, very weirdly. Yeah. I just, like, like a little while ago, I just was like, I fucking need to plant something. <laughs> but not a baby. I need to fucking nurture something right now. <laughs> And I was like, why do I need to plant something so badly? That's really not something I've ever wanted to do before. And I was like, maybe it's just my uterus thing. Like, well, if you're not going to have a fucking baby, just nurture something. God. <laughs> yeah. And, like, for me, well, and actually I found research that supported this. But, like, when women smell, like, a newborn baby smell, there's, um, they usually want to have sex and get pregnant. Like, it's a totally a thing. Um, and I 100%. Disease. I 100% have that problem. That kind of freaks me out. But like you know that newborn out of it too. Oh, that I saw, I, saw your smell. I don't. Oh. I don't. I don't think I know that smell actually. It's like that milky, powdery baby oh. smell. Well, yeah, top of head. But I think yeah. like want to cuddle baby more. I don't yeah, think, I don't think I don't think want to bone and get my own. Like, like I don't. That's not like how I, I, go. I love. Maybe it's like a very powder. subconscious feeling. Yeah. Not like Maybe. well. Smell a baby, I'm like, got a bone. (laughs) 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 And, like, I've always known that I've wanted kids, so maybe it's just, like, more apparent for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for all I know, this is socialized, too. Like, I don't know if... The one time I know for sure I want kids is just because I want to relive my own childhood at Halloween. That is the closest oh. thing oh. I've ever had to a wound craving. And anyhow, this is going to be a d- its own episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah we so. can talk about Sorry. Later, but. Sorry, I had to ask. But we just, yeah. Parenting goals. Yeah. Um, but I think it's funny that Kelly talks about needing to plant something and Maisie has like 60 plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have <laughs> so she's got wound cravings. Everything's adding up. Million. Yeah. <laughs> so all you girls out there, if you have a plant, you know what that really means. <laughs> 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 Except don't. It might mean something totally different. We Maybe it just means you want a plant, though. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just got a real great green thumb and it has nothing yeah. to do with your uterus. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a problem. Uh, but, biology. Yeah. I, like, I need sex right now. It's I've never felt like so, this before. A, Tinder. B, text Danny. Yeah. I forgot who Danny was. I know, me too. I'm like, nice remembering his name. Yeah, I'm good. I'm better than ever with everyone else. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but anyway, I think, let me let me reread my thoughts and conclusions yes. to make sure we covered everything that I wanted to. Um, and while she does that, um, anyone notice any change in there? Oh. It's hard for me to smell my own. You know? I know, same. Oh, I smell it again. 
It's just, oh, no, but my pit smells so bad. I need to not yeah, raise my hand. Maybe I'm going to smell yours. Oh, yours is strong. Yeah. I just smell like it's flowers. different. That's probably part of it, too. Like, sometimes smells fade on smell Lucy's just yeah. smelling yeah. herself yeah. from the camera. That makes sense. Seth, Lucy, how you smell, girl? <laughs> <laughs> it just so, smells the same musky, earthy, kind of light florally scent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice yeah, to see your face. Much as I hate FaceTime, it's actually really nice. Yeah, I like having hey. your face here. It's, it's nice it's, to see all your faces. Yeah. Yay. I did not put any makeup on mine today, so you're getting the bear. <laughs> At least you're not smelling me. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to smell Hannah. No one. <laughs> she ran here because she's a badass. Yeah. Freya was smelling you earlier. Only a few miles away. Yeah. I no. hate the smell of health. <laughs> you is that like is that episode title? A wheatgrass shot, <laughs> guys. I think we have episode title. I think we do. Possibly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> smell of hell. I'm gonna draw for that. <laughs> so yeah. I episode title. Right it's really, it's like a I do hate the smell like, like when people are outdoors. <laughs> like Ooh, if they come cool. in, I don't like that smell. So I probably doubly hate the way that I smell right now because my bo and also I smell like outdoors. Mm. I, I really like that smell. Oh, and I remember, like, my sister down. would come home from, like, a run or something yeah. like that. Because it's not, like, B.O. It's a different... It's, like, yeah. the smell of outdoors. I hated it. Actually, I, I don't like it on my mom, who's very athletic, but the um, outdoors. On maybe it's like, Yeah, maybe it's just on certain women. You're just, like... Yeah. Also... Sorry. What are you doing up there, Lucy? <laughs> I looks like taking a Snapchat. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> also, maybe. can we quickly discuss is like do you all guys have a pheromone like corn chip smell what <laughs> you know, like, guys smell like corn chips yes. oh i do know what you're like talking in their, about like their I room smell that oh, oh god how yeah. do they always they smell all, like they that they smell the same it's, it's true. very true is it just because they only have like two different products like two different smelling products no I, just, I think that's just what i smell like when they're sweaty can we reform the male scent industry even though we know nothing about it like it's just it's such a clear problem to me yeah like i love bath and body works men need a bath and body works i mean they kind of do bath and body works has male scents so but yeah like, but like how many one. five i don't know quite a it, few they have a section they do have a few and the aromatherapy is like kind of gender neutral okay. not really i think it's just like socially men yeah it, you know it's just like you go in there and it's all like lilac-y yeah. you know yeah. and well i mean i go in, i get a headache if i go into some me of too stores. like it's too much smell mm-hmm. for me Freya, yeah, are you gonna have a poot poot Yep, she is. Oh, speaking That's of two smell. podcasts in a row. I got it. <laughs> Becoming like a tradition. All right, we only need to watch the cat poop now. What? We don't. As long as it doesn't smell like corn chips. <laughs> it just really bothers me. I, I know. know. Well, and like I have a brother and Gross. if brothers. I know. And like if he's in his room and the door is closed for too long, for, like a couple Ew. of days there's dirty laundry piling up, like there's a smell and it's. But, you know, my lot. my brother is really interesting because my brother is a hella neat freak, but mm-hmm. somehow and like you can you can always tell that he's trying really hard. Like his room always smells like a lovely, refreshing scent on top of man scent. Yeah, and it's just like kind of cloying and like mm-hmm. you're like I know you're trying, but this still smells awful. Just open a window, and my room smells like ferrets, so like I really shouldn't complain. <laughs> But, like, I wonder if, like, I mean, I don't have any pets in my room, but I just, like, I want, like, a guy to, like, walk into my room and be like, does this smell, like, weird to you? Yeah, is there a girl smell? Is there, like, a a weird girl smell? I think my room smells like kimchi a lot, but just because I eat 
in my room a lot. <laughs> so I need to stop doing that because it smells weird. Yeah. My air freshener does pretty well, but I mean, without that, it'd be fucking gross in here. It smells, it smells like incense whenever I come here. Yeah, because I put it off. <laughs> you dress your house up for us. I do. Thank you. All right, Kelly, do you think we've gotten? I think we covered Kelly. everything. I call you Kelly. Whoops. That's my name. <laughs> I'm Maisie. Oh, I got a, uh, I oh, got a haiku. Got hi- well, yeah, we covered everything I wanted, so I'm going to turn it over to so haikus with Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have made it about corn chips. Too late now. Mm-hmm. Next time. What do you smell like? Do you smell like fruit? Bear glove? Well, I don't like that. <laughs> Woo! True. Beautiful, as always. See you next time, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. You can find us on all of the medias and places, so please subscribe and keep listening. Our Insta is ThrobbersOnly. Our website is ThrobbingMembersOnly.com, and our Twitter is also ThrobbersOnly. Thanks, guys.